Welcome to the e-commerce growth show brought to you by Segmentify. So hello everyone, this is Carlos again with Evolve for another episode of the e-commerce growth show uh, brought to you by Segmentify. And today I have the honor to be joined uh, by uh, Frederick Christensen, who's the uh, founder and CEO at Price Shape. So Frederick, uh, thanks very much. Before we start, I saw that you used to be a tennis player, if I'm not mistaken. So yes, yeah. Maybe we can uh, start from there because I'm also a former tennis player. I played tennis until uh, I was. Okay. Nice. How old are you? No, sorry. <laughs> How old? I'm. Yeah. I'm 29 years oh, old. Oh, you're so, very young. I'm 36. <laughs> uh, What about you, Carlos? Yeah, 36. 36. 36. Okay. Okay. Uh, and so yeah. I stopped playing tennis when I was almost 18 because I had a. A rare injury. I was about to start playing future tournaments. In yeah, Brazil. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then you know, like I, I discovered life. Started going out, and you know, never, yeah. ne never went back to tennis. Uh, yeah. But I think you know. I, right? I, I've never been a pro myself, but uh, in the student time, I, I got to be an instructor, tennis instructor. Mm -hmm. So I could earn a little, a bit of money on the yeah. side. So that was great. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right, man. Tell, 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 tell me a little bit about um, your your journey as a as an entrepreneur. How did you come about? You know, uh, yeah. price shape. I, I saw that you worked at El Giganten as a sales assistant, exactly. right? So you probably yeah. learned a lot of the commerce trade there, and and it would be nice to to hear your, your yeah. Well, uh, so, so I think uh, I th always had the dream to to build my own company. And um, actually, when I was uh, 17 years old, I started my first company together with my co-founder in Price Shape today, Casper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, we started uh, selling uh, earpods, uh, headphones. Mm -hmm. uh, we bought it from uh, from China, Alibaba at that time, mm -hmm. and um, and we saw that there was a market for cheap earphones because Apple was just Uh, starting to to sell their products and it cost, I think the year parts cost around 300 Danish crown at that time. Um, so we if we could buy it for 10 and sell it for 100 and there <laughs> was a, a quality like Apple, it could be great. And uh, we started our first uh, Shopify shop and tried to sell on the internet and yeah, and try to use the network and Yeah, when when we have sold hundreds, we have not, not no more friends to to buy. <laughs> so uh, so then we try to sell a lot in uh, on the Facebook and yeah, and I think that was not the time for us to uh, to jump full time in a website like that. So we actually sold all our earphones to uh, Sustane Grene, that is uh, yeah, a yeah. retailer in Denmark, and uh, and then we moved on. And then uh, then first time I started with the tech um, was to, to build a platform where we help uh, yeah buyers of rims and tires to, to see which um, which products that will fit their cars. So we actually made a platform where you can sell your used um, wheels, uh, rims and tires. And, and then we also started to make a price comparison site where you can 
uh, find the cheapest place to buy if you want new tires on the car and so on. And so that was the first time that I started in, in the tech industry and tried to, to build some, some platforms. And, um, and after that, I, um, I tried to also start a, a company called Rika. I, I love cars. So, mm -hmm. uh, so it was a company called Rika where we help uh, car buyers to, uh, to check if the uh, car was on point. So mm -hmm. it was a platform. So Carlos, if you want to buy, you just told me that you lived in the Unse before the recording, but you, um, you, you, you told me you lived in the Unse and if you want to buy a car in, in, the, in the neighborhood, maybe of your neighbor or um, a car dealer close to you, then we can send a mechanic to show it, uh, and, and drive it and go around 140 checkpoints to mm -hmm. see if the car is okay for you to buy or give you some points that will give you a good negotiation situation. So, um, so that's, that's something I also started and uh, in around two years ago, I sold it, uh, sold the company um, together with my co-founders and, and then we started PriceShip. Mm -hmm. But uh, in and, and so on, I learned a lot of power sales. So that mm -hmm. was a part-time job for me. Okay, got it. But uh, I think also the, the experience you had where you um, where you guys used to trade the earbuds or kind of like had that shop, you saw, uh, you probably started realizing the importance of pricing there, no? Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the 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 genesis or the inception, how, how, how did you come about starting price shape? Like, uh, and how did you guys start and why? Yeah, we was, um, one of my, my old friends, um, had an idea that uh, he runs a Google agencies today, uh, with two partners. And, um, he told me that it was, it was pretty hard for him to, uh, to know where he need to allocate his clients marketing money. Um, and, and then we came up with the idea if, if we could just, you know, build a tool where we always have tracking on all, uh, the clients or all the, uh, our clients, uh, competitors and see where they are good in price, where they are cheap and where they have a high price and so on. Then Google agencies could could allocate the marketing budget much better because they can make a campaign that works pretty good last week because maybe the client was uh, on point on, on the pricing, but next week, the same campaign with the same product, the same amount of marketing uh, spent was maybe performing uh, yeah, the half of what it did the, the week before. And that's maybe because some of the competitors are running 20% discount on the product. And then of course we cannot sell anything. So that was the idea. And actually uh, we started five people in PriceShape, uh, five co-founder. And uh, when it got serious, then uh, me and my co-founder today, Casper, we want to, to really just start and, and get full-time in PriceShape. Um, but the three other, uh, co-founder have agencies uh, 
besides price shape and and then we decided that we took over the company and bought the the other out so um and from from that point we uh, we started to go to the small web shops and ask if they want to see the competitors prices so in in the start they couldn't allocate the marketing budget uh, where they are competitive instead of where they are not and then we also tried to go to some of the biggest retailers uh, in Denmark. So we uh, we got to Sportmaster, that is uh, uh, the biggest sports shop here in Denmark, and Imerko, that is the biggest uh, home shop in Denmark, and asked him, what should we do to, to make you happy about a tool? Can, do you want to see your competitors' prices or do you want something else? And then they told us what to do so they could become a client. And, and they actually just gave us the whole roadmap. And we asked, we, we told them that we can build all this, but then they need to sign that when we have, uh, we have built all this and coded so, so they can make dynamic pricing and they can see price history of their competitors and so on, then they need to pay us to become a client. So we actually sold, you know, we have an MVP product and then we actually sold a lot of, uh, of uh, subscriptions and uh, get a lot of clients on board, but they did only pay us if we could, could do the job and, and code all the features that they want. And that was the way that we could found and, 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 and um, get more developers on the team to, uh, to build all these features. And now, we, we help nearly all of them here in Denmark and, and we have clients in 13 countries. That, that's, that's really an amazing story. I think, I think you touched some very interesting points. So the first one, you said that traditionally retailers and maybe wholesalers as well, they have been relying on Google or you, you know, like to, to advertise pricing. My dad is a retailer himself as well. Yeah. And I think a lot of the marketing budget has traditionally, you know, uh, gone to, uh, has been spent on Google, right? But that is a problem because if you don't have like a full visibility, well, you're kind of like in the dark on how you're yeah, spending, yeah, exactly. your, right? Yeah. You're just, uh, so that's the first problem you, you sorted out, right? Yeah. Then the second thing, so let's talk about, let's talk about that. How do you, uh, you know, I, I made a question here about the common enemy that retailers face, because that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, your motto is turn uh, profit, turn, I forgot. Turn pricing that. into profit. Pricing into profit, yeah. right. Yes, but exactly. Yeah. Do you see that in other countries of the world, like um, a lot of retailers are, are, retailers are, are still uh, using their marketing dollars in, in a way that could be optimized? And yeah, and what's the common enemy that, in your opinion, uh, uh, retailers yeah. face when it comes to pricing? Yeah, I think it's a complete overview that a lot is missing because right now you can be a big player on the market, but we see that 87% of all uh, online purchases is going through a price comparison site. So it's like Google Shopping, there's price one in Denmark, 
course, Amazon and Idealo in Germany, Prisjagt in Norway and Sweden, and so on. It has been so easy for the uh, end customers today to just Google the product and see where is the cheapest place to buy it. And 87% are doing that. And 40% of the 80, uh, of, of all are willing to buy on a web shop that they never heard about before because Trustpilot and uh, Google reviews and so on have made it so easy to find out if we can, we can buy off the, of the new web shops. And that means if you are big retailers and you have uh, uh, existed in maybe 20 or 30 years and, and you want to uh, you know, price yourself maybe above the market or something like that, you need to know that there is some cheap competitors that can run a lot of different sales. And you don't need to buy price shape to be the absolute cheapest at all. But you know, you need to know who is your competitors today? How does they price your product? So you also can use that data to, to negotiate with your suppliers. So you can call them and ask, if we need to get a lower price and get more sales, we need to match these competitors that is lowest in the market. And then we do not have the 30% as discussed in, in profit. We will only have 20. You need to give me some better cost prices. So that's something that, that you can you can use uh, the data for. And then of course you can also use it to allocate your marketing spend where you're competitive instead of where you're maybe 20% higher than your competitors. Then these products, you will not get any sales, I think. Um, and, and, and then set some optimization up so you can get dynamic pricing if you want, or you can just use your competitors' prices to set the prices manually. So, uh, so you have a competitive price in the market. That's really interesting. So you're actually, uh, when, 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 when you're selling, let's say price shape or offering, I mean, it's not only the e-com director, but it, there's, there's the whole, let's say, chain, uh, the purchasing team also, they can have a competitive yeah. advantage, right? When using your tool. Yeah. Um, yeah. To normally negotiate. Yeah, normally, you know, we, we try to tap in in all departments in, in, uh, in the company because, you know, pricing and, and competitors uh, data compared to your price position in the market is so important. So uh, the purchase department and the C-level, uh, the e-commerce managers all need to know what is the price position. And uh, if we need to make a campaign what should the price be so they can get the data to uh, to make the best campaigns so when you are a client in price shape we have a, a customer success team that will onboard the different departments so the purchase department can make uh, users uh, can, can get users that is personalized so they only see the data they want to see maybe they are category managers and and have 10 brands that they need uh, to set prices on or negotiate with the purchase, uh, with the suppliers. And maybe you are e-commerce manager, you, you need to see the whole market and see where you are competitive and set the marketing and focus there. So we type in in, in nearly all departments in, uh, in a company today. Also the C-level 
is they they need to know okay how many percentages are we competitive on and who is our biggest competitors and is there a new competitors that we need to start and actually all this i just told you about now we can also help uh, companies that like to expand so if you want to expand to maybe germany then we can give a complete overview of all these data who's your biggest competitor where, which product would you be uh, competitive on what is your price position in the market How, where should you use your uh, your marketing budget and so on we can do that before our clients enter in a new market and that's save them for a lot of money and also decide if they need to enter or they do not have a chance on the market that's that's so interesting frederick so let, let's talk about a use case uh maybe of a company that you've been helping to do their international expansion, if you like, uh, if, if you remember, of course. Um, yeah. Is there any use cases that you, you know, some business cases we that you can lot. share? Um, and uh, I know that uh, Friday we are recording a, a case with Haifa Club here in Denmark. They are presenting in, uh, in uh, many different uh, countries. And... Um, we, we help them in, I can't remember how many countries, but mm -hmm. that's, you know, a, a big uh, international case yeah. where we look at all the uh, competitors for them in the whole market and, uh, and also use the tool to expand. Um, I, I can't remember if, if they already have done it or it's just talking that they need to, to know it, but, but they work in it uh, right now and know how to use um, use the data to get the complete overview because they have a lot of use in the system right now. Really nice. Uh, do you have any, any other examples? I don't know from a, I'm curious about, about that, what you said, you know, like we can help because yesterday I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who's the CEO of a major chocolate brand in Brazil. Uh, yeah. and, and they are very different because uh, the differentiation is that they are, you know, they have a purpose behind they re, you know they they respect amazon and yeah. they plant stuff and so on and, and they want to come to europe um yeah because there's a we market. Can help. Yeah. yeah being because to bar sort of thing and and so they they want to understand pricing and we we were discussing about uh, if they should be on amazon or not so do you integrate with marketplaces that's where you extract the information yes exactly we we does so we have clients i cannot you know specific tell how they they use the system but mm -hmm. we help uh, brands like uh, bosch and Grohl and uh, help Evasola and stelton that is brands here in, in denmark home products and what we can do is that we can of course show where to um, are, are they uh, sold, how, how many resellers do they have in Denmark and maybe in Germany and see all the, uh, the resellers prices. We can also see the stock situation. We can see uh, the price on Amazon. Maybe they found out that they are not dealing with Amazon, but they get it from um, a wholesaler or something like that. Um, so we can give them the complete overview and actually we also help them to to get into more countries so let us just said uh, let's just pretend that um, if a solo they want to have more 
uh, resellers in Germany. Mm -hmm. Then they can tell us, I think that Stilton are making a really good job. Can you please provide me a list with all resellers where Stilton um, uh, yeah, are, are getting sold? Mm -hmm. And then we can provide the list so Eva Solo can call the, the resellers and web shops in uh, Germany and tell, hey, I'm calling from the company Eva Solo. Uh, we are used to getting um, um, and are placed in, in, uh, in home um, web shops and, and stores in Denmark together with Stilton. And I can see that you sell Stilton. Maybe we can do something where you also sell Eva Solo. Mm -hmm. And in that way, we can provide a complete lead list of all resellers that sell a similar product. And then you can also use that uh, pricing data on the resellers to know how they should price a similar product that they sell, maybe a, a glass or uh, a wine glass or something. That's that's really amazing because your your company started as a you know uh, a pricing, let's say com uh, pricing company, right? A pricing. Yeah. A marketing tool, a marketing yeah. tool, and then it evolved into like a like a full blown almost, um, yeah, you know, uh, software of competitive analysis tool where you're actually yeah. providing lists and 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 so on. So I'm I'm actually curious to understand, um, you know, from you where where do you see the company going? Given that you know uh, there's a lot changing yeah. and uh, what what what's happening there, uh, Frederick? Yeah. We, um, right now, um, I think January last year, we only have uh, clients in, uh, in Denmark. And now we have clients in 13 different countries. And uh, we, uh, we have a target that we want to grow 10% uh, mm -hmm. of our uh, ARR uh, every, um, every month. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's aggressive. <laughs> Very <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> um, and we and we definitely think that we can achieve it, and uh, we uh, we we do so much. I think we have right now seventeen um, full-time developers, so it's around 130, 40 hours coding per day uh, to <laughs> optimize the, the platform. So do you have any Brazilians have... there? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, no, no Brazilians. <laughs> uh, we, we have a, a team in Ukraine. Um, right, right, right. And uh, yeah, so we have so much in pipeline and, and we expanding uh, all departments, our marketing departments, also our customer success, because yeah. as, as I told you, it's our client that have built the system. So mm -hmm. we ask the biggest retailers, how can we help uh, you to, to give you the best system uh, you want? And we hear... You know, we listen so much uh, from the customer success to our clients to mm -hmm. know how what we should build, and yeah. I think that's that's why we have become the best solution uh, on the market today, where we have also tried to make it so easy to use. Uh, we have some competitors that can do pretty much the same as we can um, at the dynamic pricing parts where you can tell that you want to beat your competitors. If you have maybe 20% in profit, then you want to be one euro or price match the competitors. Um, 
but we have tried to do it so easy. So our UX design have make a really good job to to just create, you know, a, that um, a, you don't need a developer or an IT specialist to, to go in and create a dynamic price rule. And I think that's the most important. That is that, that you can get a login. And if you want to make a very advanced uh, price strategy, then you can do it by we ask you some simple questions. What should your minimum profit be? Would you uh, want to match your competitors if they have the product out of stock? If you cannot have the 20% profit, what should we do? Should we make a new price, uh, price point in the market? Or do you want to match the second cheapest and so on? It's so easy. And that's, that's the way that I think that we have a, a big advantage because everybody can jump into PriceShape and they can set up anything they need, all the automations, so the system are working for them. And uh, we want also to, to tap more into uh, to the market. We have all performance data in PriceShape, so we have all Google Analytics data, so you can analyze where you're competitive and where you are not. And on the same product, you can see what is your performance? How many visit do, uh, visitors do you have? What is the profit? Because if you send us the cost price and we know your sales price and your performance, then we can calculate how much profit you have on every single product. So we want to tap more into to that and also get some advertising uh, data into the platform. So actually we want to be a control panel for, for a company, um, purchase department and e-commerce department and so on. Fascinating. Do you, do you uh, think that with price shape, companies can allocate their marketing spend their you know their the, the the dollars that they're spending on Google better? Yeah. Yes, of course. We have many use cases for that. Also, some that have uh, turned the ROAS and optimized that will uh, over two hundred percent. And we work with a lot of uh, agencies that that want price shape to their clients so they can get our google feeds where they can see the price position on every single product so they can you know bit higher on the tax where they know that they have the the lowest price in the market and and maybe exclude their marketing budget where they are uh, more than 20 percent more expensive or something uh, at the same time we can see the profit so if you are the cheapest in the market, but do not earn so much money, you can also uh, consider if you want to, to bid higher on those products instead of you know, bid higher where you also have a good uh, profit margin. Fantastic. Frederick, I'm, I'm just going to ask you two questions. This is in very nice. Thank you. Uh, so the, 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 the first question I have is, um, I've asked this, but how do you turn pricing? I just want to pick your brain. And how do you turn pricing into competitive advantage? If you had to summarize everything that you said, how do you turn pricing for a retailer or a wholesaler into competitive yeah. advantage? We normally tell that we have three, three key features. One is that if you send us your product information, your um, your price and the uh, GTA number on the price, cost prices and so on, 
then we automatically find all your competitors' prices. Then we can give you the analytics tool. So the analytics tool where you can get a complete overview is, is one of our key features. Then we can help you to take action on the data. And we do that by you can set up different price rules that follow different brands. So one brand, you maybe want to match the cheapest competitor on the whole market. But another brand, you only want to match your top five biggest competitors um, and have different uh, minimum profit margins. And then you just, you know, your prices just change up uh, dynamically. So if you price yourself too cheap, then really raise the price. So you are not maybe 100 Danish crown or $10 cheaper than your competitors, but only need to be $1. So that's we do totally automatically. And if you have a, a high price, but have a really high margin as well, then we will automatically match your, the competitor. So you will get the sales if your uh, gross margin allows it. And then of course, all competitors that uh, there are so many competitors and webshops in the market. So no webshop, we have never seen a webshop that is more than, uh, you know, um, uh, a cheapest on more than, let us say 40 or 50% of all the assortment. So there's so many products that, that we can help them to exclude from their marketing. Um, and that's the third point is that we can help our clients to, uh, to get a complete overview, uh, sorry, uh, help the clients to allocate the marketing spend whether they're competitive or not. So we are an analyzing tool, then we are a price engine, and then we are um, a feed automate, uh, optimizer to the marketing uh, department. Nice. Last question, and then you're off my hook. Uh, <laughs> uh, for you, what's the, what's the future of pricing for e-commerce? And that's just like a crystal ball moment. Yeah, yeah. Have here. I, uh, if you go in and buy um, you know, a flight ticket, um, the prices are going up and down, like hotels also. Yeah. I think all prices will be dynamically uh, also because... You know, you can make a, a campaign where you have maybe 20% in, uh, in a discount uh, on your brand or on, on your assortment. And then I think you have 10% of, uh, sorry, 15% of your uh, assortment where you maybe are 10% uh, higher in price. And then you maybe have 10% where you have priced yourself lower uh, than you should. Maybe you just want to match, but you set your price even lower. So in my eyes, if you have the data, that's a stupid and old uh, way to price. So all the discounts, 20% and so on, you know, that doesn't make sense for your profit. You just want to be exactly that price where you will win the customer to the highest uh, possible profit. So I think that you just set some dynamic price rules that also is combined with your performance data. So we try to, to look at the conversion rate on the product and look at the competitor's prices to set the perfect price to optimize the profit. And then all, all e-commerce uh, web shops uh, prices are changing dynamically 
like we see on Amazon and a lot of uh, of big retailers are doing it where they have live prices like hotels and and uh, the fly industry that's amazing uh so that was frederick christiansen frederick thank you very much for this yeah thank you carlos if people want to reach out uh what do you uh how can they reach uh, price shape or yourself uh, yeah, I can just, um, you know, you can write to our uh, info mail or you can right. write directly to me, fc.priceshape.dk. Uh, 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 and um, otherwise, you can go into uh, to our website, priceshape.com. Fantastic. I'll stop recording. Thanks, Frederick. Yeah, thank you.